So me personally, I like to take the time to just focus on myself and just stay, like, I want to say antisocial. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean? Like, I don't really like to talk to too many people too tough because I know that, like, probably I'm hurting because that's the thing that a lot of boys don't really talk. They, they won't talk about it. They won't admit it. But when when we come out of a relationship, we are hurting. But the first thing that they think of is because in relationships, boys do get temptations and stuff like that. But majority of boys, the second they come out of a relationship, they think the first thing that they think of is, oh, what can I do now then? Um, I'm out of this relationship. There were so many girls I could have done this with them when I was in a relationship and I didn't do it. Now I'm out of the relationship. I'm going to hit them all up. But I feel like they're doing it out of anger. It's like they have all these emotions that they're going through, obviously hurt and pain and stuff like that, but they don't know how to process them. So they go out and they do stupid shit. Mm. So, so were like, you guilty of doing that too? Uh, Yeah, in the past, yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I did some stupid shit when I was out of a relationship because I thought, oh, I'm out of a relationship now. I'm free. I'm, I'm allowed to do what I want. Realistically, I knew I was hitting inside, but I thought I'm going to go out and just do whatever and just fuck about. It yeah. didn't really, it didn't really, like, change anything. Did you ever, to. did you ever go for the people that used to hit you up while you were taken, or did you find new girls? Because I feel like it's too, I feel like once you have, like, uh, some sort of relationship with someone, and you've already made it more than friends when you guys haven't done anything, I feel like it complicates it. If you know what I mean, I feel like it really does complicate some things. And especially because, well, in my scenario, in my case, the girls that were waiting, (laughs) (laughs) the girlfriends I was with at the time, they were aware of it. Uh, Okay, so yeah. So you're thinking out of respect, you won't go into that. Yeah, out of respect, I'm not going to go there because I've made a promise to the girls like that I was in relationships with that, like, they're nothing to worry about. So for me, if I was to have gone straight over to those girls, it would have been just disrespectful. I know I'm not like with those in those relationships anymore, but I felt like it would have been just disrespectful because I've said one thing and I'm gonna done the other straight away. I mean, I like that, but you're right. You don't owe it to that person anymore. So I know yeah. that other friends of yours, like would they just go ahead with that? Because that's an easy in, right? Like if yeah. you're just on yeah. back on the prowl. Definitely. A lot of my a lot of like boys that I know would have just gone straight over. That's the majority of boys are like that. Well, from what I've witness what I've grown up seeing and been around really that's what I've kind of seen happen in my in where where I live and stuff like that so is that what you guys do like would you go pick up your friend who just went through a breakup and like take him out to the club like what's what's a way of healing that you would offer to another male friend I honestly try to encourage my male friends to talk about it yeah (laughs) not everybody not everybody is like willing to talk about it they move in their own pace and their own time to do whatever they choose to do but I honestly encourage them I'm like yeah let's want to talk about it if you want to talk about it talk about it but not everybody is always so open with their emotions and are ready to talk about their emotions and what they're going through if you know what I mean so yeah. it's like I mean you guys move in your own pace but just so you know if you want to talk about it I'm here but majority of guys just don't Mm-hmm. Where did you get that mentality to start asking guys, you know, if they if they want to talk about it? Like, did someone help you talk about it? It was actually the relationships that I was in that kind of taught me that it's good to talk about things. Because, like, 
uh, I've learned, I feel like honestly, it's genuinely from girls because I've learned that just from ob- observing, because obviously when I was in my relationship, not even just in my relationship, to be honest, but in general, I'm just a very observant person. Like I'm constantly observing everybody and everything, like and how people behave and stuff like that. And it was something that I realized was quite different when I was in relationships. I realized how different girls are to guys. If you know what I mean, like you said earlier, when girls come out of a relationship, they they cut their hair or no, they focus on themselves and they they process their like emotions and stuff like that. And I noticed that they do that a lot, even like that that processing of emotions. I feel like girls do that a lot in general, in relationships, out of relationships. I feel like girls are way better with handling their emotions and their feelings than boys are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's something that I learned whilst I was in relationships, and I was like, "Oh, maybe I should try that." So, what was some? Do you have an example of something that your last relationship made you talk about that you were like, "Oh, I feel so much better now that I spoke about it." Yeah, I mean, for example, um, insecurities and stuff like that. Not people have insecurities, but not many. Not not everybody's like willing to talk about them. So, like I. I've had conversations with my ex-girlfriends about my insecurities and their insecurities and like just being aware like you know when you're in it like in a relationship with anybody even friendships when you're when somebody does something that you, you kind of that kind of irritates you for so like some people will not say anything about it and brush it off one two three four five six many times and it'll just keep pissing them off and they'll hold a grudge inside mm-hmm. but then so there's then there's other people who will actually say something about it not trying to be rude just let them know that that kind of bothers me and then you're aware that oh I'm not trying to because I'm like that's my friend I'm not trying to hurt their feelings I'm not trying to annoy them in any way shape or form so I mean if that is bothers them then I can at least compromise and not do that around them. so how did that happen do you have an example of like a topic that like um, were you the one not doing it and then she like called you out on it like how did how did it unfold Okay, so for example, liking pictures. That was one thing that I thought it was <laughs> I saw as a big minor that one wasn't that big, but okay. brought it's some sort of insecurity out of one of my ex-girlfriends, just mm-hmm. liking another female's picture. It doesn't even matter what picture it was. She used to bring up receipts and like screenshot them and send them to me. And I was thinking, because mm-hmm. in my head, I was thinking, wait, why does social media bother you? <laughs> if if you know what I mean. Like, because if I'm in if I'm in a relationship. Social media doesn't mean shit to me, like, because my, in a sense, my job and stuff like that is social media. So when I look at social media, I look at work, I just see it as work. If I'm scrolling mm-hmm. and I like a picture, I'll literally forget within five seconds that I like that picture. Okay. That's how I was processing things in my head. But in her head, she's scrolling, she sees my name under somebody else's likes. She's like, why is he liking that picture? Or I don't look like that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I look kind of different now Now he's bringing insecurities out of me because he's like pictures of girls that don't look like me and they don't look like me in the slightest what's wrong with me and, and that's that's where you can clearly tell the way that we both thought was completely and utterly different <laughs> like mm-hmm. opposite ends of the spectrum and then when she sat down and spoke to me about it and I realized that it was actually bothering her yeah I thought okay I'll stop that was my first time kind of handling that type of stuff Mm-hmm. But um, that's just a, that's just thing, like one little example of type of stuff that I, I guess I learned from. I would like to say. Okay. Did 
did you confront her about that? Like, hey, why is this bothering you? Or did she just like come out clean and tell you one day? One day, yeah, she just she just sprung it on me. And like the first time I didn't really pay attention to it because I thought, I mean, I'm, I, in my head, it wasn't a big deal. So I would brush it off and be like, why are you bothered? Like, because I feel like with most people, you think everybody thinks the same way that they do, mm-hmm. but they don't. So yeah. in my head at the time, I thought, oh yeah, it's a minor. Like, I just reassure you this one time and it's it's calm. It's a minor. And then I must have liked another picture, not even realizing because I just don't pay attention to that stuff. And then it's being brought up again and again and then again. And then I'm starting to realize, okay, she's bringing it up as many times. It must be bothering her. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what made me learn having to be told like a hundred times about one little thing that to me isn't big to somebody else is very big. I think that's huge though, that you were able to receive that eventually, you know, obviously it was unnatural for you at the start, but I have experienced other guys go the opposite direction where they're just like, Oh my God, this girl just keeps drilling this thing that clearly isn't a big deal. So you know, how did you decide, you know what, actually I'm going to hear her out and, and it's not a big deal for me. So why, why should I defend myself? Whereas, you know, other people would be defensive about it. Luckily for me, I had like a support system and people I could talk to at first when it was at, because obviously I didn't see it as a big deal when she'd bring it up, it would bother me or trigger me that she'd seen it as a big deal because I wasn't really looking at it from her point of view. I was looking at it from mine. So I'd speak to like the people that are close to me that I could talk that I could talk to. I speak to them about it and I'm like, wait, why is she, why is it bothering her? And then when you speak to somebody else and they have like an outsider's point of view and they're like, oh yeah, they told me to just talk to her about it. Ask her why it's bothering her because there must be a reason. I'd like, I don't think people would lash out or people would make such a big deal out of one thing if it wasn't actually bothering them. So I just took that advice on, I spoke to her about it and she kind of explained it to me. That was the first time she was like, oh, yeah, I don't look like that girl. I don't look like her. It's, made, it's bringing insecurities out of me, making me feel like you're attracted to the opposite of me. And I'm supposed to be a girlfriend. And I was like, oh, shit, I get it now. Do you yeah. know what I mean? That's a, that's a huge like awareness, right? Who were the people that you asked and who, do, who are those people that you trust um, to ask so, for that kind of advice? Um, one of my friends, he was like an older brother to me whilst I was in university. I talked to him about everything, especially like relationships and stuff like that. I talked to all my close friends and my best friends about relationships and like emotions and things like that. But he has a good, he has good judgment. And he's one of those people where it's like, if I tell him something and I'm in the wrong, he's not going to be like, oh, you went in the wrong. He'll tell me straight up that, yeah, you fucked up. What, what are you doing? That's why I'll go to someone like him to, to talk about anything because He's not a yes man. And he if I'm in the right, he'll be like, okay, yeah, you're not in the right. But if I'm in the wrong, he'll make me aware, make me know that I am in the wrong. Because I feel like his, his judgment, like I said, is just a lot better. And he looks at things from an outsider's point of view rather than having a closed mind. Mm. Are there any women in your life that you talk to? Like, what's your relationship yeah, my- like with your mom, sisters? My sister's like my best friend as well. I talk to my sister about almost everything and she talks to me about those things as well. So it's like, it's always good to have a female's point of view on things as well because it always brings like a different, a whole different perspective to things. 
Is she she older, younger? Yeah, she's older. So did you ask her about that or did you not? It was just only your Yeah, when I when I spoke to her about that, she would tell me with that with the girl in particular, it was a bit overboard. She she was like she understood where she came from, but she would see my side a little bit more. But that's I feel like that's because she's my older sister and she's my my sister's very protective Mm. over me. (laughs) And she kind (laughs) of understands things she understands and thinks kind of similar to me sometimes so like I won't always go to her for advice but I'll tell her about things and I'll go to my other friend for advice who is more of like sees things without being biased mm-hmm. so I'm going to flip this over because I think there's a little bit of just a double standard you know because women yeah. are always kind of forced to compare themselves with other people I mean other yeah. women and you know like oh am I going to stay attractive for him and you know, just guys age better and they can, you know, choose younger women and whatever. Right. So there's, there's always that like, oh my God, what if, you know, his attention is going for someone else. But yeah, if you were on the other end, you know, you're like dating this like super hot chick that you think you're just like pulling above your weight, you know, and yeah. she's liking all these random photos, you know, yeah. how would you feel about that on the flip side? Back then I wouldn't have cared. But I feel like I have a better understanding of how girls think now. So I feel like it'd be more of a big deal. I mean, even now, I wouldn't really care too tough. If I'm in a relationship with you, if we're together and you're like a fault, at the end of the day, like it's a fault. You're not going to do anything about it. Mm-hmm. I generally yeah. don't know how I'd respond because I'm I'm not insecure. I'm very secure. But like, I feel like now that I've, I have a bigger understanding, honestly, do you know what? I don't think I'd care. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would. Even though I feel like girls um, are more emotionally invested in things like a date, like a girl, I feel I genuinely believe that girls um, act more on their emotions than guys do, which is why, obviously, but I feel like that's guys' fault. Like, that's our fault, though. Mm-hmm. Even though girls are more emotional beings, I feel like that's the fault of ours because of, obviously, history. Mm-hmm. But if to answer your question, I don't think I'd care. I mean, I think you're right. And I think it's also because I think guys like the ego boost of their girl being jealous for no reason. You know, it's like, oh yeah, like as if, as if you didn't know if you had like control over the situation in your relationship, you're like, oh, she's still jealous. You know, like I still got it. And all you have to do is like a photo or like do something that kind of frustrates her that, and I don't like seeing guys boost themselves up over the expense of their girl's insecurity you know and yeah. I see that happen a lot um because if a guy was going to respond that way to me and was like oh like you know you keep liking all these photos of these guys like I would just stop you know like there's no yeah. no need to do that because I'm not trying to get attention from like from him being jealous of me because no there's no guy that's going to like blatantly be like yeah I'm jealous you know it's not yeah. a, a desirable trait um for women to receive but it seems like it's kind of something that guys keep trying to create yeah. it's like paranoia i kind of i kind of hear you like there's some guys that i like that i'm i'm personally not like that <laughs> 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 but um i don't know honestly when it comes to that trying to make a girl jealous i think it's because guys have insecurities too but they just won't talk about it mm-hmm. and they're so affected and some of them are that insecure that it's almost like, oh, I'm feeling this, 
So now I have to make you feel it too. So you understand what I feel. Yeah, I it's, see that. It's like a little lash out. It's like, oh, I feel like this. So now you have to feel it too. So you get it and you'll understand. So right, it's, it's like, instead of talking about it, it's almost as, oh, I'm going to punish you. So you understand how I feel. So you don't do it again. Mm-hmm. Rather than just talking about it. Yeah, I think a lot of people that do talk about jealousy or cheating, it's because they are jealous or about to cheat or did cheat or were cheated. You Literally, know? that mm-hmm. is so true. Yeah, exactly. Because otherwise, why bring it up if that's not what you're thinking of? If you're thinking of it, that means you're doing it. Because otherwise, there's no explanation for why that would show up in your thought process. See, that's the way I've always thought from from a long time <laughs> that's the, that's that exact thing is what I used to say to my ex-girlfriends like about their insecurities when they would like question me and like question what I'm doing it's like that's not even a thought process in my mind so why is it a thought process in yours that's where I feel like at first I might have been a little bit insensitive because it didn't make sense in my head at the time so it's like oh that's why I would get like triggered or annoyed at the fact that oh, you're getting so bothered because I've liked a photo or two, but realistically, I don't even remember liking that photo or even trying to talk to that person. I would never even do that. But then obviously it's because of the insecurities that they were so bothered. Mm-hmm. So what are the insecurities? Because I don't think it's a lot of fear of losing the girl because I don't know. I think guys just play up like they have so many options. I don't know. But what are the insecurities that are hard for you to express? For, for guys, there's a few. Um, in terms of relationships, this is why I say some people get into relationships, especially guys, when they're not exactly ready. Because a lot of guys, there's obviously the stereotype of, of the guy being the provider and this and whatnot. But generally, majority of guys, even though it's a stereotype to be um, of, of the guys being a provider, Generally, majority of guys want to be a provider. It's literally like, it's like in built in them that they just want to be the, per- the person to pay for this, do that, to do this and provide. I'm talking mainly just like finances. Okay. And I feel like that's where a lot of insecurities stem from when it comes to a lot of guys, especially in relationships, because they want to do all this and they want to do all that. But then they're thinking about, oh, do I have the money to do it? Especially if you get into a relationship at a young age. Because when you're in a relationship, you like to go out, you like to do things, you like to go on dates, you like, you like to be with the girl. And it's like, in the, in the back of a guy's head, it's like, oh, I want to spend time with my girlfriend. I, I also want to afford to do all this stuff. I also want to work, though. And then they overthink and they build up this massive burden in their head that, Honestly, if you just spoke to your girlfriend about it, most girls would be understanding, especially if you're in a relationship. Like, it's teamwork. But instead of speaking to the girlfriends about it, they're thinking, oh, I've got to handle this, I've got to handle that, I've got to do this, I've got to pay for this, I've got to pay for that. And I want to go here, I want to go there. And it's like, they just build this massive, I don't know what you call it, this ball of, like, depression in their head Mm. that could really be avoided if they just spoke. Well, yeah, because it seems like there's no choice, you know, and then all they have to do is like continuously be responsible. You know, I got to provide, I got to spend money on this, I got to exactly. divide my time up properly, whatever, whatever. But the problem, exactly. I think, with that 
And on my side, as a woman, like you start making all those decisions on behalf of both of us, right? You decide, you decide when we have whatever, we go on a picnic only between two and four, you know, we only have conversations at this time we do this and then you're like scheduling it. And then when I try to schedule it, then it's like, oh, it's not on your schedule. Right. So I think that's when you guys fight because I didn't know that you had all of these other burdens, you know? Exactly, exactly. And it's just genuinely down to communication. If they actually spoke about these things, it would be so much more easier for a lot of people, but they just don't, just don't talk about things. And then, because in a lot of like guys' head, they just plan everything out. It's a genuine thing that they're trying to do. It's not like they're trying to be mean or anything. They're trying to do things to be nice. But then, in the process of trying to do something to be nice, they don't even take the other person into consideration because they're fitting everything about, like you said, around their schedule. They're trying to do something nice for someone, but you've not even spoken to the person about their schedule to see when they're free. Mm. You just think, you just thought, oh, I'm busy here, I'm busy there, I'm busy here, we'll do it here. I'm doing something nice. But then you're not spoken to the other person, you've just made a decision for them. Mm-hmm. This reminds me about my mom. Like she came over and brought me some watermelon yeah. that she cut up at, at nighttime at like 9 p.m. And I was like, okay, cool, thank you. Right. But I'm not going to eat yeah. it right now. You know, <laughs> like it's the end of the night. <laughs> so then yeah. she, she comes over again the next morning and then she opens the fridge and she's like, you didn't touch the watermelon. You don't like watermelon anymore. And she was like, so <laughs> upset because I didn't respond on her schedule. You know, like, was I supposed to eat the watermelon right now or overnight? Like when logically would I be able to do that? But that's the same thing. Like if you said you're trying to be nice to someone and you want to do all this, but like your expectation is they're going to be like, I don't know, however they're supposed to act and like be an eternal gratitude for whatever the thing that is you're doing. And the person's (laughs) just like, okay, yeah, cool. And you're like, what? This was a huge deal. Like I had to make space in my schedule for you and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? It's just like you worked up that expectation. Exactly. Exactly, which is where a lot of people go wrong, because if you talk and you understand other people, which is another thing I actually want to talk about, what's the word? What's the word for it? Love languages. Mm-hmm. Love languages. A lot of people, because we'll, we'll all have our different love languages, right? But I feel like what a lot of people do is, for example, if I'm the type of person that my love language so the way I like to show you love is spending quality time with you and giving you my time because I may be a busy person what what people do wrong is the love language that they have for themselves is what they end up giving not understand not realizing that that may not be somebody else's love language so for, for example with me quality time I would say is like probably my love language so if somebody spends time with me I will appreciate it. What people tend to do is because their love language is quality time and that's what they like to receive. They end up giving that, not knowing that that might not be another person's love language. Mm-hmm. Spending time with them might not mean anything to them, even though it means a massive thing to you. It might not mean anything to them. They might prefer something else, like going on a date or going to watch. Do you know what I mean? Do, do, am I making sense? Well, yeah, if your love language is quality time and you had to carve out like six hours today to spend time with this person, that means a lot because you carved that out. Whereas that person probably had all the time in the world and the six hours doesn't mean anything to them. 
Exactly. But they're never going to equate that same amount of meaningfulness, right? Because you decided that that's meaningful. Exactly. Right? And I feel like people don't understand that because they, they give what their love language is to other people as love, expecting like gratitude and like thanks, but it's like, that's not it. It's about understanding the person that you're with. Mm-hmm. So how can someone give you back that time, that love? Because I think it's hard with quality time, right? Because you're giving up a certain amount of time. You can never tell if that person, you know, went through a struggle to come and give you time, but also like, it doesn't matter. It shouldn't be based on how much time they're carving out or how difficult it is. Right. So exactly. what, what, um, what would make it work for you? I would like to at least learn about the other person and, and learn how they, because this is another thing I learned in a relationship. I learned how my ex gave love and it was by like giving gifts and like cooking for people and like sharing food. That was a big thing for her. So when I learned that that's what means a lot to her, every time she'd do something like that for me, it would then make me appreciate it that much more because I understand how much it means to her. Yeah, but I think that's, I think this is what a lot of guys do. They they try to read the other person and yeah. that way you can control the situation. You know what matters, you know which things to appreciate, you know which things exactly. to recognize. But for yeah. you, what can someone do for you? Like if you didn't oh, know what their me. love language was, like nothing, what what would it take to be like, oh, she really loves me and this is an example why? That's a good question. For me, oh, damn. I feel like it'd be words because that's something I, um, have, I feel like I've noticed in with a lot of the girls that I've experienced is girls don't, have a way with words as much as guys do even girls know how even though girls know how to process their emotions a lot better than guys do they don't exactly make it known to the guys they don't say these things to them mm. they kind of they'll process everything they'll go they'll do what they need to do but like they keep it quiet and like they're not very vocal about it so a guy would never know really like what like you want her to say like I love you like what do you want yeah I, I would appreciate that because I'm the type of person that would I'd say it but that's that's just how I am but when when a girl is more vocal about how she feels and if she appreciates something and she lets me know it means a lot to me if somebody actually expresses how they feel about themselves towards me to me okay. because that's something I've I've realized well I've experienced with a lot of girls they feel a particular way they may so, have these feelings, but they don't, they never, they never speak on them. So you're saying of the girls that you've dated, they haven't been like, Hey, you know, I really enjoyed today's time together. You know, I really like you or I love you. Yeah, they're like, not, I appreciate like, oh, you. They don't they say just that? had a great time. And they're like, Oh yeah, thanks. I had a good time. And it's like, bye. <laughs> okay. So what, what do you want to hear? Exact words. Like you, um, you drive them home. and they say goodbye like what do you want them to say I guess it's like it's not it's not necessarily like how do I put it I feel like because with me eye contact and like being able to speak to you to your face and make sure you feel the emotions that I'm saying it's like I feel like it's more emphasis on what you're saying like it's not just saying it but it's like so I can feel the emotion as you're saying it 
Do you know what I mean? So has there been an example of anyone that's ever done that for you? Yeah. Um, my girlfriends that I've been with, they've actually they've done it. And it's, it's like if I said to you, oh, that food was great. Or if I, but then I said, oh, because you could say the food was great in two different ways. You can be like, oh yeah, that food tasted really nice. Or you could be like, that was fucking amazing. So you know is it I mean? like enthusiasm that you're looking yeah, for? Yes, <laughs> like, yes, that's it. I, that's what I'm looking for, enthusiasm. Because I like, I'm, I'm very, ex, like, I express my emotions a lot. So you can like, I'm very transparent. If I feel a particular way, you'll definitely know about it. I feel like you'll even feel, feel it too. I feel like that's what I'm after. Yeah, but that's just a personality trait. Like you just find a bunch of extroverts to date. Yeah, I mean, probably do because I've probably just been with introverts. I have just been with introverts, I think. Well, there you go. Right. And that's problem solved. Because I think it's so much harder to change an introvert's habits to, to yeah. be more enthusiastic and, and like feed off your energy if they're not a person that feeds off of energy of people. And I think what we end up doing is trapping ourselves in the people that are not right for us because yeah. that's the person right now. I think um, I think I saw this quote that said, um, the only reason why we fail or we don't get what we want is because we choose to get what we want right now. So yeah, whoever's right. in front of you right now, you're going to go for that at the expense of what you really could have wanted because you didn't want to wait. Exactly. I think, I think you're right with that one. I think I did that when yeah. I was in relationships. I think I definitely did that. And then it was like me coming out of the relationships and speaking to my friends and people about what, how they saw it or about the relationships themselves that made me realize, oh, wow, I was really like trapping myself. Without mm-hmm. even knowing I was trapping myself. Because I genuinely believe like love makes you blind. So what does love feel like for you? Have you been in love? Yeah, I've been in, I've been in love before. And it's like, I, how, do you, how do you explain being in love, which is crazy? It's like when every time you think about, about, about a person, you can't attach any form of negative emotion to that person. Mm-hmm. It's just pure positive, like loving and happy feeling if you know what I mean yeah I know what you mean I feel like um, when you're in love everything is more vibrant you know yeah and, and you you live more in positivity as well you know like it's not even just the person like everything like brushing your teeth is happy now you know what I mean like <laughs> everything yeah. is good it changes everything you wake up with a smile how do you lose it what was the last time that you you lost that love probably over a year now like a year and a half ago now and it was um when I had realized I've come to realization how blind I had been because of like being in love with somebody and not recognizing how different and incompatible we were even though I tried and it was like I don't want to say an epiphany but it was like I just woke and actually came to reality and thought whoa I've tried to make it work for a while and it's just not working. And I've tried to speak to that person and communicate with them, but they're just not listening. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's, there's only so much you can do before you're being taken advantage of or before you have to go. Because the more time you, you like spend on trying to 
I, I guess somewhat either change someone, the more you're hurting yourself. Okay. So because how did you just decide on that? Like you just woke up one day? No, it was like, so there was like one conversation we had that ended up badly because it was an argument. And she said something in the argument that I never expected somebody to, or that I love to say to me because I would never say that to somebody. And it hit me hard. And I was like, oh, well, okay. Um, I'm just going to take a second. And I made it aware. I made it aware that I was like, it bothered me. And like, I started, then I started talking about, I started noticing like behaviors um, and um, I guess mannerisms, like particular things that she would say about me that was bothering me. It's like, it's not even though, it wasn't the way that she spoke or anything like that. It was just the way she was speaking when she was talking about me. And it was like, the way you're describing me, who's supposed to be your boyfriend, I would never describe you, <laughs> even if you were like that. What did you know um, what I mean? What did you say? It was like, she made me to be like this massive narcissist that didn't ever listen to anybody and only, um I only listened to myself and always thought I was right and she made it seem like she was compromising loads for me when that wasn't the case because I was compromising myself but I wasn't making a big deal out of it because I love the person so it's like it's, I don't I didn't see it as a compromisation I thought oh yeah it's something you do for the people that you love do you know what I mean so it was like you saying that you're compromising for me and you saying all these things about me making me out to be this big narcissist and this and that it was like wait <laughs> do you really even feel the same way about me that I feel about you I genuinely feel like we're different people right now because it's like almost as if the person was trying to change me from the person I am because the things that she was describing about me is genuinely just the way I am as a person and I have always been like that from the start but it was almost as if she wanted me to change from the person I am to the person that she wanted me to be. Mm. But I think like if it was an argument and she's just telling you how she feels and if she feels that you are being a narcissist and you are only thinking about yourself, whether or not that's true, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's how she feels. And I think this is yeah. one of the biggest arguments that women and men get into about like, it doesn't matter what your intentions are. It doesn't matter what the truth is at this point. It matters about mm. how I feel. And how I feel mm. is you make me feel like you're only in it about yourself, blah, 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 blah. But you took yeah. it one step further and were like, oh, this person wants me to be different. It's not about that. It's just saying that like the things that you have been doing hurt her in a certain way. And none of you guys targeted that. <laughs> Instead, you talked about like, oh, I guess we're not a good fit anymore. Like you just, you both just like created. Oh no, amazing. it wasn't, it wasn't from just one argument. It was from a few arguments and like repetitive okay. of like, it got to the point where she was trying to change the things that I was like, I'd normally do for myself. She was trying to change the way I would like carry myself, the way I would dress, the way I would do my own work. And it was like, you're, you're, you're trying to change me now what do you, know you mean like she she tried to make you change how you what the clothes you're wearing what do you mean from the clothes I was wearing to the stuff I was posting on Instagram to mm. the people I was hanging around with to what I was doing it was like but that's me though <laughs> do you know what I mean 
Okay. And then how and did you, how do you respond to that? Like, did you just say like, this is me or did you try? I said that to her. I said, I tried to tell her. In fact, crazy, crazy enough. The first thing I did was tell her, oh, this is me. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, th- this is me. I just wasn't listening to her at first. And then after a while, I thought, okay, you know, let me try. And then I, I slowly realized that I was changing um, and I was doing the things that she wanted. And she was happy, but then I wasn't happy in myself because I noticed that it wasn't me anymore. And I was genuinely, like, I was becoming the person she wanted to be, which mm-hmm. was making her happy. And she was having a great time, but I was becoming genuinely unhappy inside. And it was like, okay, I know I'm making you happy here, but I feel like I've changed. I've started to for, like forget the person I was mm-hmm. because I was just doing so much just to make her happy. Because in my head, I was just like, oh yeah, I'm just, just gonna make her happy, do this, do that. As long as she's happy, I'm good. As long as she's happy, I'm good. But then, I was, uh, then one day I just realized, wait, when last did I do this? When last did I do that? These are things I like to do by myself. But I was like, oh no, you're working on because my I was literally pretty much working on her schedule. If I'm if I'm honest. And then that's when I realized, okay, maybe we might not be <laughs> very mm-hmm. compatible. Because I didn't even bring it up straight away, which I probably should have spoken to her about it. But I just thought, okay, Sam, you're just going to start doing the things that you like doing again. And the second I started doing those things, she started complaining about it again. And it was a, automatically a problem again. And the argument started again. And then it became bigger and bigger maybe I tried to have the conversation at the wrong time I'm not I'm not sure but it was when we was having the arguments that I started saying like I've been changing I'm just trying to be myself again I'm just trying to do this and that but it just would just blow up in my face and it was like I'm not trying to hurt your feelings I'm just trying to tell you that I've noticed a change in myself trying to make you happy but I'm not saying that that's got anything like to do with you or that you're a bad person it just didn't go well and it's like I tried even after that again and again but I was not seeing any progress it just I just wasn't being I I just stopped being happy Mm -hmm. and it was then that I realized okay maybe I need to I need to come out of this and just chill out for a second focus on myself Mm -hmm. and see if I should really be in a relationship right now or not yeah because it might be that or it might be that which is not compatible yeah I mean, it could be all of those things I think though if you were thinking like you had to change in order to make yeah. this person happy you were now prioritizing that person and I don't think that was exactly what she asked for you know yeah. if you two were like equally in love and this person was like hey I think you'd look really good in this other outfit you'd be like okay cool I'll try it you know, you wouldn't yeah. be like, oh my God, this person's trying to change me. You would be like, this yeah. makes sense. Like, you know what? I never yeah. tried wearing this type of top. Now I'm going to do it. Like, I never thought about that. Thank you for yeah. introducing me to this. So where did you switch when you stop looking out of a lens of love? Because I think, you know, if you remember how blinded you were with love, you also saw everything beautifully, right? So when yeah. did it start to crumble when you started to make these new expectations of like, or new assumptions of like, oh, this person's trying to change me. Like, and then you started to obviously resist that change. I feel like it was um, when I don't I don't remember a specific conversation, but I think it was a mannerism with like her body language when she was talking to me. It was like she was talking to me as if like there was a problem with me. 
this is why this is what I'm saying. Like when she was talking to me about me, she was talking to me when like as if there was a problem with me. But it was just everything that she was saying was me being me. When she was describing the way I was and like the way I dressed, it was like she was saying it and like her facial expression was like as if it disgusted her. So like that's when I realized that oh wait, you just don't like me being normal, do you? <laughs> you want me to do this this way, you want me to do this that that way for you okay. to be for you to be happy. And I thought. I feel like the re- the reason it hit me was because when I'm with like her, like I never would bring those type of things up about her. I'm the type of person where I enjoy somebody being themselves. If you're comfortable within yourself where you can show your true self around me, then that's what makes me happy. Mm-hmm. But it seemed to me as if like, oh, you didn't want me to be myself around you. You wanted me to be what you want me to be around and that's where I realized, okay, something's not right here. Yeah. And I think there was a lot of responsibility that you put on there of like, oh, this is like what I'm supposed to do in this relationship to like make this person yeah. happy, this person's complaining. And then you're just like, but wait, this is me. So why are you trying to change me? And I, I see yeah. that. So now with your new understanding of yourself, how would you tackle that conversation again to know really the bottom of it because I don't think it was anything about wanting to change you I think you know that sprung out of something else so in that relationship do you think looking back at it that she was really talking about something else I I honestly don't know because um what is crazy is I feel feel like there's a a lot of things because I feel like over time things built in my mind because like you're probably right but um there was a few conversations where I spoke to the girl and the girl said to me she was like oh oh Sam I'm like like obsessed with you and I didn't really take that lightly (laughs) if you know what I mean when somebody if someone's obsessed if you're obsessed with someone you can be obsessed with the person but then actually telling the person that you're obsessed with them to the face to me was a big thing I was like wait wait (laughs) wait what do you mean you're obsessed with me Mm. and then when she said that to me that's when I started noticing all the little things that that were issues and were getting like getting to me and the more she was doing the things the more it was like okay I'm not comfortable anymore mm-hmm. do you know what I mean it's like I feel like I don't, I don't I don't even know how to really properly like explain it because I feel like that that was another thing to me as well because I'm the type of person where I'm very like career focused and career driven right now. And I had spoken to my ex about um, like oh, what they wanted to do and stuff like that. And when I asked her these questions, which it's not like to me, you don't have to know what you want to do in life right now. That doesn't matter. The only thing that matters to me is you actually like wanting to do something. And she said to me, was, um, one, she didn't know what, know what she wanted to do, but I thought that's completely fine. That's that's okay. I mean, I said just try things. You never know what you might want to do. Because she was still in university as well. But I mean, like you are young at the end of the day. If anything, you've got time to do anything. Mm-hmm. But then she was like, Oh yeah, I don't even want to do that. I don't want to try anything. She'd get up and she'd just be like, stay at stay at home all day. Because it was during like coronavirus times. Mm-hmm. Which I thought, I mean, fair enough, you stay at home. But it's like the not even wanting to do anything kind of was an issue for me. Because I was in a mode where it's like, oh, 
I'm I'm hustling, I'm grinding, I'm just wanting to do this, I wanted to do that. So like I kind of having somebody who was I guess wanting to at least do something or trying to do things was something that I wanted, but I didn't get. She had loads of time because it was coronavirus times and nobody could like go out anywhere. But on top of that, she didn't want to do anything. So she'd just wake up and be like kind of lazy all day. And I was trying to um, grind and I'm constantly shooting videos and constantly um, planning things, projects here, left, right and centre. She wouldn't have an issue with it. She'd be like, oh, that's good. But because I was so busy, she wanted me to have more time for her, even though I did put in like in my in my in my point of view at the time, I thought I put in time for you, and I did make time for you here and there. And I was I was very transparent about being busy, but it seemed like to her like it wasn't enough. And then that's what that was one of the things to me where it was like um I don't know what to do, because my career it was so important to me that I'm putting all my time into it. And I've told you that from like the start, but now that we're actually in a relationship, it's a problem to you that I'm busy and I'm putting all this time into my career, but I won't, but I won't what talk to you for 24 hours. Because before we were actually in a relationship, I'd talk to her for like at least 12 out of 24 hours. And then I realized, oh wait, I- I'm slacking a bit. This because this is this is how I am when I'm like if I got when I was younger, getting into a relationship, I did. I found it difficult to find a balance in time for work and then the balance in time for my girlfriend. And I almost prioritized my girlfriend over my work and myself, which made me less productive. And I thought I was already less productive, but then she made she was like complaining about it. And I thought, to me, obviously, because I'm looking at it from my point of view, I thought I'm. I'm putting a lot of, I'm giving you a lot of time, but to you, I'm not giving you enough time. That's an issue to me. On top of that, you don't really want to do anything. And it's not like you're even trying, you're not even trying to do anything. So it, it just, it was like problem after problem after problem and things just kept building up. And I was like, I don't know where I want to go with this. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I'm going to challenge you on that. Okay, so okay. if you said that you really love this girl, right? At this time, yeah. you guys were in love, like everything was amazing at this time. Yeah. And so what? You weren't as productive as you usually were. Okay. So yeah. let's say in a year's time, you were going to hit whatever goal that you were going to get. Instead, it takes yeah. you a year and a half. But you yeah. have this love that you can never get with anybody else. Right. Yeah. And, you know, this person wants to spend time with you. Not a lot of people yeah. want to spend time with a lot of people. Right. But That's once you true. feel like someone's attacking a you, it's like a you thing, you know it's okay to be focused on, on your career. And it's really interesting because, you know, I own my own business. So whenever I talk to guys, if you're too career focused or you want to ask me about my career, we can't talk because I want to know more about like our compatibility in our relationship, because, you know, at the end of the day, what are you living for? You should be living for love. You should be living to find those connections rather than like, okay, how's this person going to fit into my schedule of things that I got to do? I got to accomplish X, Y, and Z. Then you're never going to hit it because you're just going to create a new goal for next year, for next year, for next year. Meanwhile, you're building this relationship with somebody and this person is just like, I want to get to a deeper connection. All you have to do is say like, look, like I'm busy. I have these things. I want to hit this. Why don't you help me hit this? You know, like- I want to hit this amount of numbers or this, that, whatever, like 
come with me and join me in this. But what happens is like, you think it's like either or it's like you spend time with your girl or you spend more time in the office. There isn't any like, Hey, why don't you join me in the office? Or like, Hey, you know, maybe help me figure something out so that there's like some kind of collaboration here, especially if she has no goals right now, rather than judging her and thinking like, Oh my God, this person has no goals. Be like, Hey, well, I have goals. Like, why don't you help me? And then when you figure out what you want to do, we'll focus on you. Right. That's like a proper partnership. So why did you feel like it started to be like a you versus her kind of conversation? I feel like it was how fast things were happening. Because I feel like that relationship, my most recent relationship was moving very fast, a bit a bit too fast for me. And I was trying to slow it down, but it wasn't slowing down, if you know what I mean. <laughs> how was it, it too, how was it so fast? Like what was happening? Like she introduced me to her family very quickly. Ended up meeting, and in in return, I just I'm, I'm I introduced her to my siblings and my family, and which for me was a big thing, but I didn't mention it because of how quickly and like happy she seemed. Then, on top of that, when I'm in a relationship, I want to focus on the relationship first before anything else. But it, I feel like it was how fast because like it was probably within like two months of being together that she wanted it was like I didn't invite her into my stuff um or like my businesses and stuff like that but she I guess took it upon herself to put her two pieces in and to me at the time that was like a problem the way I saw it back then was like oh because of how hard I've been working I wasn't really listening to what she was saying because it was like I guess I was blinded this is why I say like a lot of guys we don't think to look from the other person's point of view and so everything that she'd be saying about my stuff I'd be like wait wait hold on hold on calm down this is my thing I wasn't kind of like ready for anybody else to be a part of my thing yet because I started it by myself you know what I mean which is probably where I went wrong Mm, interesting yeah I think it's like the control issue I had the same thing when I started a business like to find um to hire people right like I didn't want to let go of any roles that I had yeah. because I was afraid that the other person wouldn't be able to do it the same way that I can, you know, and it's, it's hard to let people in, but then yeah. just realize that that's, that's a you and a trust thing. Right. Meanwhile, yeah. like you found this rare love and this person wants you in their universe, right. They are, they're yeah. bringing you into their, fr- their friends and family. That doesn't mean that you have to do the same. You just thought yeah. you had to out of whatever mm-hmm. responsibility you thought like you could have gone through years not introducing your family to her but it doesn't change that she wanted to introduce her family to you right so yeah. like why did you think that it had to be like kind of both ways because it doesn't I, I don't know honestly yeah. I guess I was still learning at the same time of how to like probably be in a relationship I was learning at the same time so I was I'd be making mistakes here and there doing things that I thought was right don't know if it was if it was right or not yeah and I mean it's good right when you're young you can figure it out right yeah literally and I guess it just didn't work out eventually Mm -hmm. yeah I'm gonna wrap up with a couple questions okay so if the love of your life showed up today just knock on the door what would be the first conversation you would have to try to maintain a healthy relationship the first conversation I'd have is about transparency because I'm very vocal and how I feel 
like if you feel anything about um, me or anything I've done bad or good let me know um, because I'm not I'm not the type of person that lashes out if you have if you feel a particular way you can talk to me I feel like a lot of people they don't open up straight away they don't just talk and I think that's one of the first conversations I like that I like communication okay I think that would happen if she's the love of your life right like yeah. <laughs> you, would, you would just transparently be like I love you for all these reasons she'll say the same you know you'll get all of that but like for the compatibility of whether or not you guys are gonna stay together long term what mm-hmm. kind of things would you want to get to know like confirm I guess okay um oh that's a good question probably like religion really okay religion is a big thing for me it's a big thing for my like family and it's like it's it's such a it's such a sticky one because even with with one of my exes she was muslim my family's christian we had the conversation and she was like I asked her like oh what religion would you teach our children? She was like, probably teach them both and let them choose. So some, I'd, I'd look for somebody that is as open-minded as that because then it's not like you're having to force anything onto anybody because I know about people who convert religions for their significant other and then they get married. But I wouldn't want somebody who'd have to make me choose between what my family believes and what they believe. Okay. I'd want somebody who'd be open-minded to be like, you don't have to convert for me and I don't necessarily have to convert for you. We're just both open-minded, if you Mm -hmm. know what I mean. Yeah. Okay. Do you believe that there are a lot of open-minded people out there or do you think that's going to be rare for you to find? I think there's a lot, you know. There's more than people realize. It's just genuinely having a conversation with someone. Mm -hmm. What is one habit or pattern that you've had in your past relationships that you'd want to change for the next one oh you, you have some good questions <laughs> <laughs> arguments See, for some reason i used to have a lot of arguments in my past relationships i'd like to have a lot less <laughs> okay. going forward just have a, a proper understanding of like each other and what each other are like is it the arguments are just like hostile, like you're raising your voices kind of arguments, or is it just the fact that you guys are arguing in general? Like, is it tone, or is it like that you actually have arguments? I feel like it's it's not even just the fact that we have arguments. I feel like it's the fact that you'd have arguments, and it take hours on end to come to a conclusion, which is very time consuming. And a lot of the time it's arguments on things that aren't that big. Well, I didn't see it as that big. I don't know if they saw it as that big. Our arguments that take that, that amount of time to be very draining. Okay. Well, if it's something that matters a lot to them and it doesn't <clears throat> matter so much to you, why do you think yeah. it takes so long? I don't know why it would take so long because <laughs> the crazy thing as well is that the arguments have been in. The way we settled it, it's from them literally listening to what I've been saying from the start of the argument, just at the end of the argument, that they're, they're starting to listen to what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm not trying to control them. It's me genuinely reassuring or just trying to be there for them, but they're not, they're not believing me. Yeah. If I could give you a piece of advice on that, it would be to ask her, why are you upset about this? 
because usually a girl comes in steaming on a collection yeah. of things and yeah. she's gonna just drop this bomb that was over you know the last 10 months about all of this stuff compiled and if you just say like hey what is the real like core reason she'll bring up something 10 months ago and then you'll get to the answer faster because if you're only talking about this one thing like today you woke up late I don't know and 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 that's all you're talking about where you're just like dude of course I woke up late I was up all night blah 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 you know yeah. um it's not about that and then you'll argue about that forever right like you just want to say what's the real reason to why you're upset right now and you'll probably yeah. get there faster but yeah like I think I think it's healthy to have arguments because yeah like yeah if, if I was bothered that you woke up late, like I'd like to talk about that, but it would only just be about that. It wouldn't be about whatever happened on these other additional things that I'm compiling into. So I think having arguments on the, on the regular, having like negative conversations as well as positive conversations, because otherwise you're only working towards positive conversations, positive reinforcements, and that's not real life. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I like having arguments with this would hope would wish they went as long as the ones I've experienced <laughs> yeah I mean like we've had arguments in this conversation already right we they're just yeah. we just don't align on stuff and that's the point right but yeah. I think it's also the way it's been said right because it's not like any of us were like oh my god this person's horrible right or like this person's trying yeah. to change me right yeah 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 you're right you are right I'm not suggested yeah and my last question is out of everything that we talked about, is there anything that you would like to invite another man to elaborate on more in another episode on the show? Yes, actually. I feel like this whole, I want to talk about the gender roles and stuff like that and how society has changed in relationships, gender roles in relationships. Mm, okay. What specifically? Like the whole like provider type thing? We kind of touched on that. Yeah, I, yeah. I want to I want to talk about like how it is in a modern day today because women are like, for example, you own a business. Women own more businesses these these like these days. Women are earning more. Some women have even taken on that role of um, provide like the provider, and the reaction to it. I don't I don't even know if I fully understand the reaction that um, people are having to it because some people hate it, some people love it. I don't know what the majority really is like personally myself I, I don't care like <laughs> um, I think it's good that women are now becoming more I guess independent and getting seen as more equal but mm -hmm. there's a lot of guys that dislike it and I kind of want to understand why mm. okay interesting I think it's because there's no more control right you, you used think? to be yeah you used to be able to buy <clears throat> use use money and power as like currency to buy girls right yeah now you can't so shit what do you do now <laughs> you know yeah the the money you used to have just doesn't work in this country anymore that's what's up right and i think <laughs> that's that's all it is so you just gotta play with different currency which means you gotta start at zero and the hard part is i mean those guys used to look at women as objects that you could buy you can buy sex yeah. with you can buy attention with and then now you're like oh my god this person's a human because they're equal you know now yeah. i have to treat them like a human like i don't even know what that means because this person used to only be good for certain things right and now this person is like an actual person 
That is that is very interesting. I would I, I kind of want to I kind of want to have another dude here just to see what he would say in response to that. Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> I I have no idea. I just I'm just like because like why would it really bother you? Because what you're saying does kind of make sense, but at the same time it's like because some guys genuinely I've spoken to some guys that have been like I wouldn't allow a girl to do this or if we went on a date I wouldn't allow her to pay. I have to pay. I have to cover everything, even if she's willing, even if she invited me out on a date. And I'm like, well, you do realize that's another human being, right? Like, yeah, it's adult. a control thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like have a pet. I think women were treated like pets for a while. You know, it's like feed the pet and the pet will give you sex. Bring, yeah. bring the pet flowers. It'll be happy. And then you can have sex. You know, it's, that was what it was. <laughs> And now it's like, oh, this is a, another human. I have to think about what this other human wants and then communicate with another human on a human to human level. Whereas before, you know, I think I think we played tricks on each other or tried to say things strategically to control the situation and kind of manipulate the other person. I'd also like to kind of understand how the females who agree with that, why mm. they why they agree with that. Mm. Because there's there's females who would like the guys to be the provider and like the guys to be to do this and pay for everything and this like that. I would like to also understand why they think like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would not hesitate if someone was like, "Let me pay for you," because yeah, as a man in this society, you you automatically get paid more. So. Yeah. out of that default i'd accept that but on the whole like no i gotta pay because it's my job my role kind of thing it's it's the mentality yeah. behind it that is dangerous versus like the gesture because i've met some some girls that genuinely say like oh yeah you have to do this you like even if i invite you out give me your bank card we're paying for everything we're doing this we're doing that i'm trying to i, I want to kind of understand where that thought process comes from yeah, I think that's kind of toxic. Like I used to do that too. I'd just be like, fuck you. Like it's your job to do all this shit, you know? And yeah, um, yeah. It, and I, I honestly think it was just kind of like this way to be a feminist, but just in a toxic way of like, okay. oh, okay, I'm going to, if, you, if you're going to act like this and, and diminish my rights, then I might as well use my right of being a woman to have you pay for everything. <laughs> you know, it was like my only way to type that. <clears throat> But I think when you realize that you, you, you put that restriction on yourself, but if you don't have that restriction, you're like, okay, I can work. I can do my own thing. I can make as much money as you. Then I don't feel this resentment. So I think once people get over their resentment for whatever it is about the other sex, then we can like cooperate, but it's going to be a long process. Yeah. It's going to take a long time too. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, we got another request on the role of men and being that provider type. And a lot of this is just about the financial aspect too, of having some kind of currency to make you feel needed or that they have something to offer to women. I mean, my opinion on this is pretty clear. So I happily welcome another man's perspective on this. Make sure to subscribe. And if you'd like to be on the show or know of someone with a unique perspective, slide into my DMs at Miss Amanda Chen on Instagram. And I'll see you next Wednesday with more episodes of The 100 Masked Men.